0: I just got up from a really good nap. It's a little under an hour, yep. but I feel refreshed, alive, all that awesome stuff.
1: I did not take a nap. I, I My body just wouldn't let me take a nap. I think it's because I spent the, that energy um, really sleeping last night because mm-hmm. I was really, really tired. Mm-hmm. I just got back from flute choir practice around 930-ish we had a sub so you know we had a different uh conductor uh but she was fun she was, she was fun and she knew um our I almost said her name she knew <laughs> our flute choir director and uh we got to play the piece that she arranged for us which is uh the hallelujah chorus for our flute choir and uh she was a fun fun lady
0: That's good. I was tired? Yeah and i thought you were too
1: i i mean i was a little bit tired but i was i wasn't as tired as you were apparently not so i was like and i wasn't even on my phone for too long um i was like well if i don't go to sleep now then i'll definitely go to sleep tonight nice i hope you weren't
0: too upset that i was sleeping
1: no no and um uh I, I, I wasn't upset at all. No. Oh, of course not. Though.
0: I tried to watch a video on gu- a guitar tutorial on how to play Mrs. Robinson, but I fell asleep in the middle of it. It's <laughs> only like a five minute video, too. Wow. Yeah, it. there's this guy, I think he's Australian, and he no longer does guitar videos, but he was really good back in the day. Um, he did the first one I remember watching of his was this tutorial on how to mm-hmm. play the fool on the hill. But he did a lot of them up until maybe seven or eight years ago.
1: The fool on the hill, really. yeah, on guitar. Wow.
0: And I hope he's okay. You always wonder about people when you no longer yeah. hear about them.
1: And, well, well, maybe you know. he wanted to do something else and he just is doing another project.
0: So he stopped doing videos for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then he did a couple more where he said, hey, guys, it's been a while. And I'm married now and all that stuff. And oh, then no more. So um, maybe he's doing good with that.
1: Is he a fairly uh, younger guy?
0: I got the sense that he was around our age. Okay. But I could be wrong.
1: Yeah. You just never know sometimes. Yeah. Um so interestingly enough and I found this by accident when you're kind of waking up here I found uh an 8 minute video on Matthew Perry's spiritual journey Okay but it was his uh, spiritual journey with um with uh having God in his life it was kind of interesting because he got into alcohol when he was 14 and he prayed to God that he would You could do, he said, God, you can do anything you want to me, but please make me famous.
0: Wow. That's very, a Los Angeles type of thing to say.
1: Well, he did, you know, he, he forgot that, you know, (laughs) the first part of the prayer when he said, God, you can do whatever you want to me. So, you know, he allowed him to have this, this career and in, um, in Hollywood, but he also allowed him to experience, um, drug and alcohol addiction on his, um, you know, on his own. Um, he, he let him do that on his own to see what was, what would happen. And he said that uh, there's the guy that had the video was saying that, um, things were getting really bad to where he spiraled out of control of his alcohol and he, he had, um, drugs in the mix and it just wasn't doing him any good. And then the second uh prayer was this was like this was like ten years after um I think after he um was famous on Friends when he started mm. Friends. Yeah. He said that he prayed because he was just feeling very broken and he was praying in his kitchen and he just said, God please help me and show me that you're here. And he said that apparently he saw this flicker of light and I I hear these stories all the time. So I don't know if this is really true.
0: Yeah. People get things wrong. He
1: saw a flicker of light. And in the video, the guy said that Matthew Perry claims that it got bigger and bigger and bigger until he was encompassed by the light. And Mm. it was almost like he was uh, standing on the sun and he started crying because he knew that he was in the presence of God, which I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a very hokey death experience yeah. thing. But I don't know. People have weird testimonies about that. I I always get a little bit um, skeptical when people talk about lights flashing into the room. Because you don't know where that really comes from. Sure. Right? You know?
0: That could be your own mind playing tricks on you. Like, I believe I've had spiritual experiences but i'm also aware enough to know that could be me just believing that that doesn't mean it's actually true Mm -hmm. right so were there any more spiritual things said about matthew perry like did he become a christian and
1: i don't know that he or buddhist or something became a christian i think that he just it seemed to me like he will have God in his life if he needs him but it but God wasn't really constant. Oh. I mean that's what I gather like he he knew that anything less than um than having God in his life would definitely um be bad for him. I think he recognized that he needed God but I don't know that he um I don't know that he was going after the things of God uh, constantly. If, if that makes any sense. Yeah.
0: Well, God has abandoned him now. So give me a kiss.
1: Bubs, you don't know that. Oh, we I don't. I hope he didn't. Yeah. I hope that he I didn't. Had a vision Actually, I said that. Bubs. No, go ahead. Stop it. Alright, go
0: ahead. What did you say?
1: I said, well, I, I don't. I wonder if he abandoned God. Have you ever thought of that?
0: Maybe. But give me a kiss, Bub, and then we'll think about it some more.
1: Oh.
0: So, yeah. it is kind of, I don't know if the word funny is correct, but Matthew Perry's character on Growing pains died because yeah. he had an alcohol yeah, issue. Yeah, Sandy. Yeah. And now, I think I told you this the other day, I thought he was a pill guy, but you've told me that he was into alcohol.
1: Alcohol and drugs, but I don't know what drugs.
0: Okay, I heard it was pills, but I could have heard that wrong.
1: Alcohol and drugs. Well, the interesting thing about Chandler's character, because you haven't watched a lot of um, the later seasons, is his character was addicted to pornography and cigarettes.
0: Oh, really? I knew the cigarette thing. I didn't know the porn stuff. Yes,
1: he he was. I mean, it's laughed at, but you could see that he wanted more and more porn. I mean, Joey did too, but he was like, oh, there's got to be porn on our uh, our honeymoon, um, our, our, our TV in our hotel room on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So what happened is there was a, there was this thing with Monica and Chandler's wedding, and she gets a bill for um, the hotel bill, Yeah. and it includes champagne, strawberries, and he's like, she she found out that she bought porno on, on their wedding night. And yeah, but sorry, go ahead. So it's implied that he was also addicted to pornography.
0: So wait a second. Is this lady Monica flipping the bill for everything or did he contribute money to the marriage?
1: Because he said
0: that she got the bill.
1: Well, he, she was looking at the bill. Oh, gotcha. It was, I don't know that she paid the bill, but she was looking at the bill for their honeymoon. Yeah. Or for their um wedding night or whatever. they They had a honeymoon, I think somewhere else. Yeah. Um, no, that they, no, they were looking, uh, no, she was looking at the bill. I don't think she, I don't know if she paid everything.
0: Yeah. I'm not a porn guy, Yeah. but for real, partially that's because I have a very vivid imagination. And so I don't need to look at porn, but I do have friends of mine who are into pornography.
1: I never understood that.
0: I get it. Everybody's different and whatnot. And I'm not here to hate on Anybody for what they're into. So
1: I understand why men can get into porn, but I don't understand why women can get into porn because it's so a, a lot of pornography that you hear about is between men and women. Yeah. Right. But I don't understand the whole like why would women get into porn because it seems like the women are the one that are either being degraded by men or degraded by women. Mm hmm. Um, but then you also hear about the men on men porn, which I never um never ever ever saw yeah, but or it, I see so I, I, don't I know
0: if you're a gay guy, I could see why you would be in the lab
1: no no, no, but the but the women thing is that i I don't understand that.
0: oh, you mean women watching gay porn no women watching porn in general
1: okay I never I don't understand just because it just seems more degrading for the woman to see another woman being degraded mm. I, I think. I mean, if I was able to see it, I wouldn't want to see that. It just sounds, uh, it just sounds so opposite of what a woman would want to see, in my opinion. I don't know. So but I it's... don't know, but I guess if you uh, if you get a young girl and a young boy intrigued enough, they'll want to see more of it.
0: I guess so. So here's a question, getting back to Matthew Perry for a second. Yeah. What was the point of the story? Was the guy trying to make an argument that Matthew Perry was a man of faith? Or what was his conclusion?
1: Well, I think that people were thinking because he died so young. He's only 54. You know, what was he thinking before he died? He also said that Matthew Perry started something called the Perry House, which was a sober living facility for Mm. people that were fighting um drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know about that, but I also thought maybe he um he relapsed and he had another drug relapse again cuz he did that um he has had that before um he died. So I
0: do want to read his book though. It sounded interesting even though I'm not a fan of friends. He always struck me as kind of like interesting as a person for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, he could have been a great comedy writer cuz I mean, Chandler wasn't my absolute favorite um, character in Friends, Mm. but he was really like he really added to the cast and brought a lot of a a lot to the table. Mm -hmm. Without Chandler, there would be I mean, without any of the cast members, there would be no friend. So um, Chandler, um, you know, Matthew Perry as Chandler was a really good asset to the group. Nice. I think.
0: I wonder who they're going to get to play him in the Friends reboot.
1: I heard they were making a Friends movie, but I don't think that even got off of the table.
0: That's good. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I do like that they haven't been doing tons of reboots. I know they've done reunion shows, yeah. but that's a little bit different for me yeah. than just creating a new script for these characters.
1: I've seen a reunion interview with them, and I like reunions better than I like reboots. I do at too. at least they're talking about their experiences and they're not playing their characters again, which, you know, who wants to see uh, six older friends? I don't, right. I don't want to see six older friends. Who haven't really
0: moved on with their life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Joey, we already know Joey Tribbiani moved on with his life when he did Joey, but that didn't turn out very well. Oh. So, you know, and now that Matthew Perry is gone, uh, I don't know that they'll be able to do another reboot.
0: Okay, here's a dumb question for you. Yeah. So they did the show Joey, Did any of the other cast members or friends do like a guest appearance in any of the episodes? I
1: don't know because I didn't watch any of, I didn't watch like a lot of it. I just thought it was a dumb show. Mm. I don't believe that they made any guest appearances. Um, And uh, like I said, I didn't watch a lot of it. So I just, I just thought it was dumb. Yeah. His sisters, you know, the, the, the women who played his sister was in it. Um or or the woman who was chosen to play sister was in it. I I just didn't like it that much.
0: I was listening to Howard Stern like yeah. a couple of years ago, which probably doesn't surprise you. No. What you don't know well, about him is something that I don't like. He's a big Friends fan, <laughs> and he had a joint interview with Courtney Cock and Jim. An- what <laughs> Our names? That's Courtney my Cox. names. That's how I say it. I'm it's from hot, Portland. Bubs. That's my Northwest it's, it's accent.
1: It's I know, but that's my
0: Northwest no, it's accent. Not. Yes, it's, it is. No, it yes, is. Yes, it is. You're just assuming it's not. Well, give me a kiss and then. No. Oh. You
1: to...
0: <laughs> okay, give me a
1: kiss, Oh, my goodness.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so you, you like licked my lip. <laughs> By the way, you did that kind of before I went to sleep, too. I did not and look at your you, nose. I rubbed it on you <laughs> and he rubbed it back on me. So, anyways, his on Courtney Cock and Jennifer Anderson.
1: Cock's book. Oh,
0: I it out my oh. hand.
1: Courtney
0: Cock's. Well, okay. We agree to disagree. Uh, so he says, I heard that you guys still make $20 million a year each from that show. Uh-huh. And who knows? They might have just been playing this up or whatever. Yeah. But I think Courtney Cox said it's not nearly that much money.
1: Wow. Even if they're getting the royalties?
0: Yeah, I don't know if they get 20 mil a year from that show still, but I'm sure they're doing okay financially.
1: Well, because, I mean, so many stations, so many channels on TV are playing Friends. Yeah. Because it's a popular show. A lot of people like to watch it. And then and then a lot of um channels are also playing Seinfeld mm-hmm. and Frasier.
0: I heard that Jerry Seinfeld made something like $200 million uh so, like, over the course of the decade after Seinfeld air, uh, aired originally just for the syndication rights. Yeah. So, the show ended in 1998. And so, between 1998 and 2008, yeah. he supposedly earned $200 million just from Seinfeld.
1: Wow. I don't know if
0: that's true or not. Huh. But those numbers, I'm sure that doesn't account for agents get their take of it. You mm-hmm. still have to pay taxes, yeah. lawyer fees, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, um... that's interesting yeah i i i personally think you should give it a try i thought i think that the seasons get funnier and it's and i don't think that the season finale was terrible either um i think that the season finale finale excuse me the season finale appears more to women appeals more to women i can't talk okay okay the season finale i think appeals more to women than men yeah because they wanted to see um a couple get back together i won't go into more of the details of that but um i personally think you should give you should give it a a little bit of a try Um, and and you know and 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 to be fair you know maybe i should give um the new girl a try yeah a little bit
0: my take on friends has been that it's a perfectly good show for 11 and 12 year olds but if you're any
1: Okay, you know, first off... Older than that. First off, it is not for 11 and 12-year-olds. It is for 14 years old and up. Not for 11 and 12-year-olds, because I don't think they would be able to comprehend that. It's not for kids, bubs. Okay,
0: my but my take, though, babes, is that if you're any older than that, then the comedy is a little bit too, you know, predictable and paint-by-numbers. And it, it doesn't really, to me, add anything unique to the comedy but you
1: only watch like a few seasons of the first of the few episodes of the first season you watch you haven't even gone i watched the first season you haven't gone even beyond that no i watched
0: parts of the second season too
1: well there's more seasons and they actually get funnier as the seasons go on i don't think that it ever drags on like that Mm -hmm. no um you don't see any like drag on storylines for too long like the the story with Daphne and Niles dra- drug on until like the last year that you don't see that on Friends
0: yeah and now they could have wrapped that up faster um, but outside of that Fraser was a great show I can't speak for the reboot but the original run of it was amazing and I think Friends is a good show for a person with what? Yeah. St- <laughs> stop, stop, stop
1: ah! What? 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 Okay, you're assuming, and I'm like, I guess it's right. That's why I'm tickling you, bud, because I think that's wrong. What you're saying? What? Am I saying? You're assuming that anyone who is a fan of Friends has uh, average to low intelligence. Is that what you're saying? Well, what is that what you're saying? Huh? What I'm you're, saying? You're basically saying that I have average to low intelligence. What I'm
0: saying, babes.
1: It's it's not it's it's not um, up to your uh, standard of intellect.
0: I'm saying it's not up to my intellect.
1: It's it's not to your I'm sorry. It's not up to I your I got one of your hairs in my mouth. Oh sorry. That's okay. It's not up to your standards of intelligence, right? That's what intelligent TV. That's what I would say. Ew. Yeah. A TV snob you are too. Yeah. It's Duh. no it's
0: no Beavis and Butthead.
1: That is t- uh, for average uh, buffs. Uh, Beavis and butt head compared to friends. Yes. I think Beavis and Butthead are for people that have average shallow intelligence. Having said that, I think you're a very intelligent man Thank you. that made a very stupid decision by getting into Beavis and Butthead.
0: <laughs> okay, here's the question. Which show do you think is funnier? Friends or Beavis and Butthead?
1: Friends, hands down. Oh oh. Friends, hands down. N- number one, you're you're doing you're you're dealing with these two teenage boys that only have uh they're only known for their stupid laughs and right. <laughs> their stupid comments. Number two you're dealing uh, with number two. Number two. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You're dealing with six people with six different lives, and their lives intermingle with each other because they have become friends over the years. And you also see their struggles and you also see them grow. So, do you see Beavis with butt head grow? No. No. You don't, right? No. Low No. Av- uh, average to low intelligence, that's what I say. Well,. Having said that, I don't think that you have low intelligence. Thank you. I appreciate that. I just that. think that your uh, your taste in um, um, <laughs> MTV comedy is really bad.
0: Here's the deal. I don't like predictable humor. If I can see the joke coming a mile away, it doesn't strike me as funny.
1: Yeah, well, I think that predict- predictable humor is better than uh, two teenage boys laughing it up and making stupid comments and talking about guy stuff and toilet humor and all that. I, I, I don't think it's funny at all. And because you haven't given it enough time, you actually haven't seen the comedic timing of these characters because you decided not to. You'll never know how funny they are. I, I'm just saying. Aww. You will not know because you choose not to know. That's all I'm saying. Aww. But I, I, I will say that um, Beavis and Butthead generally are for people with average to low intelligence. Wow,
0: I don't believe that.
1: I think I do. But of course, teenage boys would disagree with me on that one. Because it's for the the teammate, the teenage boy uh, demographic.
0: Oh my goodness. Am I right? I think that the jokes are low brow, but I don't think it's for people with low intelligence, if that makes any sense. I think you have to be out
1: Maybe I should rephrase that. Yeah. Maybe not low intelligence, but definitely immaturity.
0: I think that it's one of those shows that's kind of like either Howard Stern or The Simpsons. If you're really dumb, you could uh, like it on a certain level. But but if, if you're intelligent, you get it on a much deeper level.
1: But The Simpsons, I mean, The Simpsons has more to it than just a family. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead, I don't know that it has anything more to it. I just never liked it.
0: I mean, this would be like head. an ultimate test, right? Watch two episodes of Friends and watch two episodes of Beavis and Butthead and see which ones.
1: I've watched enough episodes of Beavis and Butthead. And I don't oh. really don't see a. I think I I think I probably watched more Beavis and Butthead episodes than you have a friend, and I still wow. can't. I still can't, and I and I didn't watch it all the time, but I watched it when, you know, my friends were watching it, or if my cousins were watching it. Um, it it, it just. No, wait, my cousins did not watch it. I think my sister did. Oh. But it, it just didn't grab me, and, you know, I, I just didn't see it funny at all.
0: Your sister watched it?
1: Um, when it was on. I mean, I don't know that she watched it all the time, but, you know, I had friends who watched it.
0: In a Christian household, your sister watched it?
1: Both. but sorry. Well, hey, you know what? My parents watched stuff that I thought was kind of questionable. What did they watch? They watched some radar movies and pg-13 movies
0: oh, like what was one of the movies your parents like that you think it's questionable
1: um i gotta think. or shows um or maybe they just watched a movie because it was on i don't
0: oh, know I, I got one i think you told me that your parents liked married with children
1: mary was i mean i don't know if they liked it but it was on on sundays yeah
0: i could not see your mom watching married with children
1: she probably just had it on. I mean, I didn't. I did not like Married with Children as a sitcom as it got, um, you know, in the later seasons. In the
0: later seasons, I'll go with you. Like the I, last year or two. Was no, I meant. Kind of I sketch.
1: meant. I meant from the mid, the mid, um, mid show to later show. I never got into it. I oh. didn't know how it was going to turn out, and it just turned out like uh, Bud was a jock who. Slept with a lot of girls, and Kelly was the dumb blonde that every guy wanted to go out with.
0: Well, Bud was a loser, and sometimes he got to sleep with girls.
1: Oh, he was okay. Yeah. Well, and then and then you have Marcy and and Jefferson before you know after Marcy and Steve. Yeah. <clears throat> and Al was this shoe salesman that was hit on by women, yeah. but he had this this housewife that ate bonbons watched oprah Oprah. (laughs) i don't know i just you know it's it's kind of like that like married with children and beavis and butthead were not my thing
0: okay and friends is not really my thing i know a lot of women who like it and i've met men who enjoy the show yeah but it's probably just (laughs) not my jam
1: i under i think i will say this though Maybe not a lot of... I mean, I, I have met um a few men that like friends, but I think it's more of a girl thing.
0: Yeah, so, like, there was an episode in the first reason, uh, season reason, where <laughs> Ross's ex-wife pops out <laughs> his kid, right? Yeah.
1: And I mean, all six
0: of them go to the hospital.
1: But you have to understand, Bub, sitcoms are going to do things like that. It's not like it's going to be predictable all the way through. Just like it's not... I'm sorry, Um, unpredictable all the way through. It's not like, you know... The Mary Tyler Moore was full of unpredictability, either. There are some predictable moments,
0: yeah. And but I criticize those moments, don't I? Yes, you do. I say that feels like a sitcom when they do it on Mary Tyler Moore,
1: yeah. But you know, I, I think that I think that, and and let's 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 take a character that we um have both talked about, Rachel Green. Okay? That's
0: uh Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston okay.
1: right? Now you haven't seen enough of the show, but Rachel does grow up from a rich girl using daddy's credit card yeah. to um, an assistant buyer at Ralph. Uh, uh, Ralph, I can't talk. Ralph Lauren.
0: So she goes from using daddy's credit card to another guy's credit card. Keep going.
1: No, 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 no. She's. Um, I don't know what a buyer is, but I guess it has to do with the uh, the fashion industry. Oh. So she works in the fashion industry. She's making her own money. <clears throat> she um she's becoming more responsible. You know, eventually she has a child with, with Ross. <clears throat> so now she has to really be thinking about somebody other than herself. But she she ends up uh being a more mature, responsible person um towards the end of the the series. And she she grew from that. Um Ross grew from that too. And um Chandler has as well, Joey and maybe not so much, Phoebe maybe a little bit.
0: Okay, I do like shows where the characters actually grow. Even though I'm a fan of Beavis and ButtHead, and they never, you know. No,
1: they do. They grow um emotionally. I think. Beavis and ButtHead. No, no, the the characters on Friends. Are okay. Beavis and ButtHead. They never grow. Nice. Just like um, Summer never grows in um, in a uh, Rick and Morty. He, uh, I don't
0: know about that. Really? Yeah. I need to get back to that. They put out a fifth season, and I think it's going to be the final one oh. since they fired the main dude from it.
1: Oh, the guy who played the voice of Rick?
0: Well, he's not only did that, but he was the co-creator of the show, oh. along with Mark Harmon.
1: Is that because of his domestic uh Yeah,
0: and it, and he was violence. found not guilty, too. Oh. But he was already fired. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great show. Oh. That's a great show. It's No Friends. But you know, we're well, not well, well,
1: right you would admit, you know, you you saw um one of the episodes I showed you that lady yeah. thought was really funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm partially just doing this to egg you on, right? But it isn't really my show. To
1: egg me on. Yeah, it's kind of fun to to humor me.
0: Well, to get you riled up.
1: Oh, my goodness. No, but you said you liked it, the one with John Lovett.
0: I did like that one. I thought it was it was good.
1: You, no, you, you laughed.
0: I laughed. You laughed. laughed. I don't like that. It was no, good.
1: No, no. The way that you said it was like, it was good. It was good. I, re, I already know what that means. Bobby. What does that mean? It's okay, but it's not my cup of tea. No, you laughed at that. You had to admit that. You actually thought it was funny.
0: I thought that one was okay.
1: Yes, you did. You thought it was funny. Okay,
0: I thought it was funny. But... <laughs> I'm also a John Lovick stan, right? I I think the man is underrated. He's a big talent. He hasn't always been put in the best things, but I am a fan of his work.
1: And his voice isn't too bad either. He he does sing on occasion. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I thought I heard him sing on a um some kind of a show. I, I don't know, but mm. he's a talented guy. I will say that. He is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: Yes. So maybe one day we'll get back to friends and the new girl. Because the new girl, I think, is to me. And you're not going to like this statement. I think it's like a funny, more intelligent version.
1: Of you friends. told me that before. I have. I still don't like it. Oh. Even today.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I want to hear the truth, Bob.
1: Bubs. I'm just joking, babes. Hey, Bubs. Yes. Don't make fun of me now. I was the one who bought the groceries.
0: I love you for that, babes. Give me a kiss.
1: You say sorry. I'm
0: sorry, babes.
1: But anyway, um, back to flute choir it was fun. Yeah. Um, there was like a lot of people missing. Mm. And I couldn't believe it. It just seemed like sometimes it's sparse and sometimes it's, you know, it, almost everybody's there. I don't know. That, that kind of worries me a little bit because... You know, what if we have a sparse, um not, not sparse, but what if we have a less of a flute choir when it's time to re, uh, perform? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. I I don't like that idea. But hopefully the people that we're missing will come back next week. I know one of them has been apparently suffering from some physical issues. Oh, that sucks. I hope uh, this person is okay. I almost said her name. But I hope she's all right.
0: Yeah, you know, I think of that thing from eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, where he's talking and he says, "This is a lot like theater." You know, the first couple of rehearsals, you can be a little bit late and you can joke, but as you move closer to the show, the jokes get a little bit more serious, uh-huh. and everybody gets slightly more tense. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you know, like I I keep bringing this back to being in a group project. Mm-hmm. You're doing your part. Everybody else is doing their part. And there's like one person in the group that doesn't have their act together and they're behind. And that's what happened when I was in a group uh, project situation where this one girl just was not doing her work. And we had to tell our teacher what was going on. And uh, we got the grades and she did not. I nice. so. mm-hmm. She just was not, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I wrote my report and sent it to everybody and they did their own stuff and we kind of did our collabs and the one girl did not. <laughs> and it just, like, I'm like, why does it have to be one person not doing their part Yeah. in the group?
0: And for real, that sounds like me in school. And I wish, if I get to relive my life knowing what I know now, <laughs> I, I would be more committed to learning and being there for people.
1: Well, instead of wishing, why don't you just do it now?
0: I do do it now. But I'm saying okay. if I get to relive my life, I would do it from a younger age.
1: Well, you are not going to get to relive How your do life.
0: How you know? I'm at least going to. By the way, this is the interesting thing about you. Yeah. I say, well, you know, if I ever meet God, if there is a God because I am agnostic. Oh my but I'm like if I ever get to meet God, I'm going to ask for the opportunity to relive this life knowing what I know now. And you're like, "Bubs, not only will God not grant you that wish, you're not even allowed to ask the question."
1: I didn't say that. I said you may not even be able to ask the question. Okay. I didn't say you weren't allowed to um I don't know if I'm going to be able to like ask a lot of questions because I may figure it out when I get there, but Yeah. Um but I I don't know I don't think that you will be able to relive your life. So you might as well make up for lost time and do what you should have done before.
0: I'm doing that now, but what I'm saying, okay. babes, is I'm gonna at least ask the question. Like when I talk to you about it, it's like no you're not Bob. Oh. You're not gonna ask your question, Bob. And your story, Bob.
1: Bub, Bob, I didn't Well, first off, I didn't talk like that.
0: (laughs) When I meet God, I'm gonna ask this question, Bob, you better not
1: No, I didn't I didn't say it that way. Like
0: Like God God. can always say no. He can always say, Bro, it's too late. He said it in the first time around. But that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna ask.
1: Well, I I actually I can't really you know, I don't know, you know, if I even am going to ask those questions, but you know, we always think about the questions that we want to ask God. Yeah. My question is, are we going to be able to do that? And <clears throat> my other question is, will we already know the answer?
0: And yeah, if, if I already know the answer, there's no sense
1: in asking. Well, I mean, you're not going to know the answer until he though.
0: No, I mean, I won't know the answer until I die, but... Uh, If I have the opportunity, and if my little J-Lo doesn't stop me by putting her hand over my my spiritual mouth, then I will ask God that question.
1: That all depends on if we're in the same place. Yeah, so
0: you might be in the bad place. No. And I'm probably going to go to the
1: good place. No, 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 (laughs) no. So
0: it is interesting to me. What? That there are so many different religions, even within the Christian faith, yet so few people are going to get to go to heaven, according to Christian doctrine.
1: Well, um, yes, unfortunately. There there will be some, some that will be going, and there will be some that will not be. But that isn't, um, I mean, I can't determine that. You can't determine... Who will or who won't. Right. Um. And uh it's it's interesting. Okay, so here's a question for you. Uh oh.
0: Assuming that your version of Christianity is correct and you get to go to the
1: good place. Heaven bubs. It's called Heaven, babe The good let's, place. Let's be real the here. The good place okay? is Hollywood speak.
0: Okay. <laughs> let's call it what it is, babes heaven.
1: I just said that.
0: Right, well, let's stick with it.
1: Hmm. For the for now. Yeah. Okay.
0: No cupcakes for you. Oh no, all cupcakes for me. How about that?
1: <laughs> okay, we'll get to, we'll get into that okay, in a good. little
0: bit. So you get to go to heaven and your version of Christianity is correct. Not what percentage of people, but what percentage of Christians do you think are gonna go to heaven?
1: I can't say that. I but don't know.
0: Do you think it's less than ten percent?
1: I don't know. I can't answer that question. Okay. How am I supposed to know that?
0: Well, because I'm asking you your version of Christianity. As the
1: I market. don't know. Okay. <laughs> Loves, I know you have interesting questions, but some of them are like, what? Why are you asking that?
0: Because I'm, I'm just curious.
1: Uh, I really don't know, honestly. That's fair. Um. Yeah. Yes. So...
0: But if I get there before you, I'm going to put in a good work for my little j Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be praying for you while I'm on the What?
0: What? Even after I die? If I die before you? Well, I
1: can't pray for you afterwards, folks. Why not?
0: You can still pray for my soul.
1: No, I can't. Why not? Because you're already dead. I, I would be, Um, it would make more sense to pray for your soul now. Well, than- it would make
0: more sense, but you can also do it after I die. Because if we believe that God exists outside of time...
1: Yeah, but Bubs, you don't understand. When you die, there's nothing I can do about it. Even if you, even if I wanted you to go to heaven and you ended up not there, I wouldn't be able to do anything.
0: uh Oh, that's so,
1: why that's why the whole um, uh what do you call it? A uh, purgatory thing doesn't make any sense.
0: I know I've asked you a version of this question many times, but I've never gotten a really good
1: answer. Avoiding the the question. Hold on,
0: here's the question. Okay. I die being a non-believer. And you think that I go to the bad place, right? But then you die and find out that I actually made it into heaven. How do you feel about this? Are you happy? Are you upset that you spent all your time worshiping it? I got in?
1: Well, first off, I can't determine whether you're going to get there or not. So right. I can't really tell you whether I'm going to find you there or not. So I can't really answer the question. Okay. And... um. And I don't, I can't determine that only God can determine it. And I, I cannot, I mean, hypothetically, though, no. I would be happy if you were there. I just, you know, it's not, I mean, realistically, am I going to find you there? I don't know. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there were, there are people that are going to be, uh, that are not going to be in heaven that I thought would be there. And like I said, there are people that are going to be in heaven that I thought would yeah, be there. Yeah,
0: your mom might not make it. Bub, <laughs> stop it I don't know. but she'll still uh, your Indian
1: your Indian friend may not make it
0: oh he better make it
1: well it's not up to him oh I mean I'm sorry it's not up to you you, what you know what it'll be
0: like babes mm-hmm. <laughs> your mom won't make it in but she'll still visit you every once in a while just to make sure your heavenly apartment is great B-
1: bubs no she won't she wouldn't be able to oh bubs you can't
0: get like a day pass
1: uh, bubs <laughs> it's not like that okay it's not like you're it's not like you're going from my apartment to your apartment nice (laughs) now that would be interesting but yes i think i think people have their ideas of what you know um you know can you still visit heaven while you're in hell which i don't believe that or can you visit hell while you're in heaven no i don't believe that either oh i wouldn't want to
0: that's no i wouldn't want to and and i
1: yeah, and you and a person in hell wouldn't be able to anyway. They uh-uh. would be so they would be in a uh, flaming. Uh, uh, they will they will be in such torment that they wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be able to leave. Uh-uh. but anyway. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, I
0: I'm praying for your soul.
1: I'm praying for your soul. And I'm praying
0: for yours.
1: You don't even know how to play. Yeah, I do. No, you don't.
0: i yo God. What's up? Bub- it's a good boy.
1: Bub- <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: What. <laughs> Yo.
1: Bubs. What? Just, you, you stop it now. What? No. Why? Okay. You're just squeezing it, oh, I didn't
0: know. You I don't, don't know. even
1: know how to play.
0: I just told you how.
1: No, you're talking to God like he's your next door neighbor or something.
0: Oh, give me a kiss. Oh, I like that. You're squeezing my neck right here.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: I think you're getting a nod out. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, God. Bubs. Yo, G." Stop it! It's your homie,
1: Bubs. What? You ber- you stop it or I'm gonna. All
0: right, give me a kissin'.
1: You stop it now.
0: I love. <laughs> Hold on. I love you now. Ah yeah, squeezing that neck. Ah oh, yeah. Ah. Ah. Breathing. Oh.
1: Yep. Breathing. Oh. Breathe, in. Oh. Yeah. Breathe, in. Oh, yeah.
0: Breathe out. Breathing. Oh my goodness, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh.
1: oh, sorry.
0: That's okay, babe. Give me a kiss. <laughs>
1: okay, that's enough. <laughs> Did I hurt you?
0: A little bit, but I like that type of pain because it breaks stuff up.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Yes. Hey. But yeah, I'll keep praying for you, but not right now. Not
1: <laughs> and hopefully... Is what you said, but I'll keep praying for you, but not right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, because we're doing the podcast. <laughs> but later on, I'll pray for you, and maybe... <laughs> Because I'll put in so many good words, you might get into the good place. But I wouldn't wait until it's, well, it's, it's, you're on your deathbed.
1: Well, Bubs, really you, you have to learn how to pray first. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> um, So, let's see. Let's talk about this morning. How was your morning?
0: My morning was good. I woke up around 4.30. Same here. I watched an interview that Charlie Rose did with Robert Altman mm-hmm. back in the early 90s <laughs> after the release of The Player. Well, wow. And he was talking about his career and mm-hmm. how after he did MASH, he made five movies in a row that didn't make any money, but they were critically acclaimed. And he said that he's liked working on pretty much everything he's ever made except for one project. He moved to Europe in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So Robert Altman directed a version of Popeye starring oh, really? Robin Williams.
1: Oh, I did not see that one back
0: in nineteen eighty. I haven't seen it either. He oh. said that he thought the film was good, even yeah. go even though it got bad reviews, oh, but really? he said that the studio was kind of behind that and
1: oh so so he was Popeye. I never I didn't even know that he did that,
0: yeah, hmm. but it was a really interesting video yeah okay. and apparently Sidney Lumet was. <clears throat> direct the player for a little while and then <laughs> that fell through that would have been really interesting to see his take on it oh wow yeah um but yeah that's what i did this morning got ready hung out for a little while maybe uh looked for some stuff online oh i don't know
1: what stuff stuff what kind of stuff,
0: stuff? to download
1: oh stuff to download okay yeah that be good
0: yeah, really, very good. <laughs>
1: really good. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm.
0: and then I came over here.
1: Yep. Yes. So I woke up between <clears throat> four thirty and five after having a really, really good sleep. I mean, I really needed it. I had um, I had a little bit of a headache before I left for a, a flute choir rehearsal, and I was glad that it was subsiding as I was in rehearsal and then when i got home though i was like oh my head still kind of hurts a little bit maybe i'm just really tired so whatever i was feeling yesterday is gone now Mm. yeah um so i woke up i read a little bit from um my bible and then and then i ate something and i uh took a shower got dressed and um You got here before the groceries got here, so that was good. That was fun. And uh, the guy got everything, pretty much. I was very happy.
0: Yeah, I was, too.
1: I thought he forgot the barbecue sauce, but I'm glad that I looked, and I'm like, oh, no, no, it's here. So, I'm happy. Now, I did not remember to buy hamburger buns like I thought I did, so I will have to buy them tomorrow. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Because that's when we're making these.
1: And I also bought us these gourmet cupcakes. What do you think about
0: that? had a couple of them. They were really good.
1: Yep. They were from, I can say this, they were from Kimberly's Cupcakes.
0: Yep. We like Kim here.
1: Well, I don't know who this Kim is. It's just a brand of cupcake. And they were were triple chocolate.
0: We should make cupcakes sometime. We should. Yeah.
1: We should. Maybe Um, we'll do
0: that on Thanksgiving or something.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do that. Are you going to bring your cupcake pan? I could do that. Yeah. Yes. Well, <clears throat> so the so it's interesting because remember when we made those cupcakes? Um, they were like chocolate banana, they're chocolate yeah. cranberry and banana cupcakes. Mm-hmm. They tasted more like muffins though, so I don't know if it's because we used a different flour or not or something. I don't know.
0: We'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, because they tasted more dense than, than light. I guess. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think that's the main difference with cupcakes and muffins. That you you cook them in a similar pan, but the cupcake pan I think has more shallow um, cups than the muffin pan, mm-hmm. and it's also um, lighter than the muffin. Nice. I noticed.
0: Let's talk about PC culture for a second.
1: Oh no! Switching topics. Happens.
0: So, as you know, I like to watch videos on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't think this is a YouTube thing, like meaning I don't think it's an official policy. Yeah. But I've been noticing that YouTubers are bleeping the word suicide in their videos.
1: Suicide? Yes. Wow. And I don't like that. I don't either.
0: I think if you're going to have a video talking about something, just air the words.
1: I know. I mean, or or at least put a disclaimer saying this is, this talks about suicide.
0: Well, so in one of the videos I watched, it did say this is adult content.
1: Okay. So you have
0: to agree to watch this and whatnot. Okay. Uh, I watched a video about Eminem and his ex-wife, Kim. Yeah. And their relationship by this yeah. British dude who was saying that Eminem and Kim are like super toxic mm-hmm. and whatnot.
1: How would he know that?
0: Well, based on the songs and the media stuff. And he did, oh. in fairness, this guy did a really good job of breaking it down. Okay. So he found old footage of Eminem from back in the day, interviews oh. with Kim. But as you know, Kim tried to kill herself.
1: Oh, I actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. and I, I th- thought Eminem did try to kill
0: himself. Well, Eminem over, almost overdosed. Oh, wow. So there are a couple of parts in the video where they're talking about suicide and they bleep the word. And I think since she tried to slit her wrist, they also bleeped that term, slit her wrist or slit my wrist.
1: See, I don't understand that because they'll talk about it in true crime shows, which I think they should, right? Yeah. I mean, there are so many things that should be bleeped out, like, like racial slurs or, I mean, just because... Well, actually no. I have
0: a controversial take on that.
1: Actually actually no. I take that back. Yeah. Um, there are so many things that I don't know, like the word suicide, it's it's what it is, right? Yeah. I just don't get it. I just don't understand why they would bleep out the word. It's it's not as if like you're calling Um, Or you're threatening that you're going to kill somebody. And it's
0: also, you know, from the context of the video of what they're saying.
1: Yeah. So
0: the idea has already been related to the audience.
1: And if you didn't want to watch it, then don't watch it. If you click
0: on a video. Yeah. You want to hear that. Yeah. And it's more jarring when you don't hear things like that.
1: I know. It's like, well, why are you, you know, why would you put that up if it's about suicide? So... Okay, so so Kim tried to kill herself.
0: Yeah, I think that's a known thing, though. Like okay. I knew that years and years ago. So I didn't know that. <laughs> the basic story is: Did you ever listen to the Marshall Mathers LP? Because this kind of relates to that.
1: No, I I didn't bother. I'm not a I'm not an Eminem fan, too. So.
0: I think now there's some debate between Eminem fans on what is the better album, that or the Eminem Show. Yeah, I personally. Think it's a Marshall Mathers LP. Okay. Brilliant album. Great album. Uh-huh. And he does a song called Kim.
1: Yeah. Where he
0: talks about killing Kim, her new husband, and their uh-huh. stepson. Uh, okay. All that stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is, and the husband is the one that she had a... Oh, no. She had a daughter with somebody else.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think that she actually got remarried, but this is just in the song. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Okay. So, he does a Marshall Mathers LP, comes out in 2000, and is like the biggest album of that year. Uh Like, everybody's talking about it. You probably remember
1: that. I think so, yeah.
0: So, he goes on tour, and he's doing the song in concert, and Kim knows about this, and she doesn't like it. And he played the song for her before he released it. Wow. And this really? guy, the guy making the video is like, that's very toxic for him to play something where he's killing her in the song. And it ends with him saying, bleed, bitch, bleed, over and over again. And, you know, her is listening to this, which I totally get that now as being older. You probably don't want to play something like that for someone. You
1: don't want to play it for your ex.
0: No, they were married at the
1: time. Um, Or you don't want to play it for her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whether they were married or not, you still shouldn't play it for her. So. I think it's, (laughs) that sounds very dysfunctional.
0: Okay, so like a month after the CD comes out, Eminem is on the Up and Smoke tour and they're going to play Detroit, Uh where Eminem is from. Yeah. And he tells Kim, I know you're coming to the show tonight, so I'm not going to play that song. Oh. Feel free to come here. All that good stuff. Uh
1: Uh-oh. I have a feeling he didn't.
0: Well, he didn't play the song.
1: Yeah. Or he didn't sing it.
0: Well, here's what happened. Okay. She comes to the show. And, you know, Eminem was all over the news at this time. And yeah. he's like, um, you know, I know you guys have heard that me and my wife have been having marital issues. And I want you to know that we are happily married. And we've had our issues in the past. But my wife is actually here tonight. Uh-huh. Takes a blow-up doll of Kim and beats it.
1: Right there?
0: Yeah. and I think
1: he told me that story. And has
0: the audience scream, fuck you, Kim, while she's in the audience. If I'm remembering the story right, I might have a few details wrong because I was doing other things and the story's an old story. Wow. So the crowd counts. is yelling, fuck you, Kim, as he's beating this doll and she's in the audience. She leaves the stadium filled with 20,000 people, speeds home, and slits her wrists.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: Again, if I'm remembering the story right. Okay. So (laughs) that's interesting. Talk about dysfunctional. Yeah. Wow. They were a little bit toxic together.
1: Well, they were dysfunctional apart, it sounds like. Mm. Well, I mean, Eminem, from what I've been hearing, has always been dysfunctional because of his mother. So that's a different story.
0: Well, yeah, and that relates to this because his mom, Debbie, wrote a book where she says that (laughs) she feels that Eminem was a good person until he was corrupted by Kim. Wow. Yeah.
1: Huh. The, the, the mom seems to blame the girlfriend. That, <laughs> I now, don't know. Now,
0: that's the gist I got from watching the video because okay. I never read Debbie's book. Okay. Yeah. So I think Eminem is a genius. I don't really dig the newer stuff. I think it sounds a little bit too friendly and all that. It and it feels like he's doing his shtick now. But those first couple of albums to me are incredible.
1: Yeah, I've noticed what's that? That the more the more vulgar an artist is, it seems like the world likes to gravitate to them and I, I just don't I just don't buy it. And that's just me. I just think that like there there is no longer any decency in pop culture anymore. You cannot be decent. Otherwise, you're going to be um, thought of as square or, you know, you're not part of our group. And it's like the the vulgar and dirty you are. It just seems like that's what they like. And I'm just tired of the whole thing.
0: I don't know. It depends on the artist. Obviously, with Eminem, that's the case. And it, it is so strange to me. I love Eminem. But if I was a gay person, I think I would hate Eminem. And it is so bizarre to me that he's gotten over the last 15 plus years so much acceptance from the gay community, considering all the stuff he said about gay people. In the well,
1: I would, I would imagine that, you know, domestic violence survivors wouldn't be listening to his music either because of how he wanted to kill Kim in a song. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm just done with the whole thing, really. I just don't want to. I don't want to listen anything like that. I just it it just sounds like it's more and more corrupt and more and more, uh, um, and you know people people have their thing, but it's just not for me.
0: So you don't want to listen to Kim tonight when we're doing our prayers.
1: No. Okay. And you don't know how to play.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I definitely don't want to listen to it while we're cooking. Oh. That's something I no. I probably would have night meals. Wow. I've, was that reported, by the way, about what happened to Kim at the stadium? Because I don't remember. Yes,
0: but there's varying reports on it. So I've heard reports that says she slit her wrists. I've heard reports that say that she got in a car accident that night. That's why I said this is how I think it it was. And there's different. There's varying reports on whether the audience was screaming "fuck you," Kim. But one of the things that is consistent is that she left the place. Try to kill herself that night, and it was after seeing Eminem beat a doll that he said was Kim on stage. A a a. That
1: is crazy. Who does that? Who says that? Okay, I'm not going to play that song, and then brings a doll of the person and just beats him up on stage. Mm. Who does that? Eminem. What a sick man. Slim Shady. Well, not that greedy.
0: Brain dead like Jim Brady. You little like that Kim lady.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like that Kim lady.
0: That's from one of his songs off the first album. Off the first album with Trey.
1: Yeah, kind of dysfunctional, Bugs. Well, actually, dysfunctional is putting it mildly.
0: And he goes through the whole relationship, how him and Kim got a divorce slightly later. And he gave her like $10 million. Wow. And then they remarried briefly. Wow. And he plays clips of Kim saying... That Eminem basically said, "You know, you have to marry me soon. Make up your mind now on whether or not you're going to remarry me." Um, And then they got remarried in two thousand five.
1: After he, that's is that like after he adopts her, adopts her, um, her younger daughter. I believe so. Wow. Wow. Where do they meet each other?
0: Kim and Eminem.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Well,
0: I would assume so. Not Eminem and her first daughter. They met in high school when he was apparently performing the LL Cool J song, I'm Bad. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: Which is a great
0: song, by the way.
1: (coughs) I don't know. I I mean, yeah, that that sounds like one of the most toxic relationships I ever heard about.
0: Mm. I don't know if it's the most toxic. I think maybe in mainstream hip hop it is.
1: Well, I mean, I know that Michelle did not get married to Dr. Dre, but yeah. that sounds like that was a pretty toxic one too.
0: Yeah, but Dre never did songs talking about killing.: That's true. At least ones that were never released to the public.:
1: Or, or they, he didn't do any songs about taking their daughter away from he, him taking um, their daughter away from um, her mother.:
0: Yeah, like just the two of us, right. Or exactly. was it called "97 Bonnie and Clyde?
1: 97, Bonnie and Clyde? That's the name of
0: the song that Eminem did. With the daughter? Yeah, where he talks about uh, he takes Haley. This was when she was a baby. And he killed her mom and she's in the uh, trunk of the car. And they go to the ocean and throw her body into the uh, river.
1: No, not that one. I mean, the one where he's talking to his daughter and he's telling her that they're going to go somewhere or something.
0: I think you're thinking of the same song, 97, Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Yes. And when we
1: ride,
0: it's just you and
1: I. I guess.
0: That's a fun song.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm sure. For domestic violence, people everywhere.
0: It's interesting. I was reading a couple of the comments to that video. Uh-huh. And who knows how much of this is true. But one lady said, when I was 14, I was dating a 17-year-old. And I was in his car one day, we were arguing, and he put on the Song Kim and started driving really, really fast. Um, oh, wow, that's really scary. That is really scary.
1: That he could have killed them both.
0: Now who knows if that's true or not? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to feel about this. I love the early Eminem music as we've established. Mm-hmm. And I get why it turns so many people off at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And When I was younger, I would say artists have no responsibility to their audience. People should watch what they listen to. That's their own thing. But as I get older, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm starting to think that our words do have power and meaning. And I'm not saying that this makes Eminem a bad person. Mm -hmm. But do you think that artists in general should be more cognizant of what they put out into the world?
1: Of course. Mm. I think that just as much as artists do... I think actors and actresses do too, because they want, they are constantly watched every single day, every single night. they get, they get so many feeds on whatever they're on, like Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. They have a vast audience. It's not like, like how it was when we were kids where you're watching them on TV or you're hearing them on the radio. They're everywhere. There's billboards of them. There's posters of them. There's pictures of them in magazines. They're everywhere, right? Yeah. So I think they do have a responsibility to their audience because if they're at all being truthful about what they believe, because a lot of people like that, they they pay attention to whether it's politics or religious views or values or whatever, um, they're going to be holding them accountable for that, and if they're saying anything that is further from what they said, they're going to call them out on it. And I think that's important to um to pay attention to.
0: Now, Eminem apparently a few years ago made a song called "Bad Husband," where he well, ba- where he basically says that he was wrong for some of the stuff that he did uh-huh. back in the day, uh-huh. and also. Um, Kim gave an interview, I want to say a couple years before that, where she said that him and her are on good terms now. Like they're not, you know, back together, but they've but come to a mutual like, understanding. They're
1: not they're not fighting like they used to. Yeah. They they just have a daughter between them.
0: Exactly. So you,
1: actually, I guess.
0: What do you think about that? About if an artist grows and they maybe do a song about killing their the mother of their children, but then later on they realize they were wrong and they're able to come to you know, a a a ceasefire, for lack of a better term.
1: Um, I wouldn't call it a ceasefire. Oh, maybe I call it a truce. Mm. Um. Well, I think if this artist grows, that's good. Um, and they realize, well, wait a minute, maybe I shouldn't have said that at the time. I was very angry. Um, I maybe I should have had some um, anger management classes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. But <clears throat> I I respect any artist that realizes, okay, I was really stupid and young and I shouldn't have said those horrible things because that's not what I think today. Then, uh, good on them. But, it, but having said that, I don't know. He's got some issues.
0: I'd love to just sit down and talk with Eminem for a few hours. I bet he has some great stories. And i told you this before, but I keep hearing rumors that he's a born-again Christian.
1: Yeah, but as I've said before, <clears throat> the person can say that they're a Christian and not actually be one. I don't
0: know if he said it publicly or not.
1: Uh, I get a little bit skeptical of actors and actresses that do that. Just because I've heard things like that. Like, Mel Gibson, like, people were claiming that he was a Christian or he is one. But, and, and because of, of his um Passion of the Christ movie. Yeah. But he said some pretty, like, anti-Semitic stuff. Yeah. And, um... And, and some really
0: racist stuff against black people, too.
1: And Kanye was claimed to be a Christian, but a lot of the things that he says, like, when it comes to uh, hatred of Jews is yeah. really controversial, controversial. And I'm glad people are speaking out about that. And I never would have thought I would say it. But, um that's something that, and I, and I get, I get a little bit, you know, skeptical when I hear that because there's a lot of people that are in the limelight now. There are people that have left Hollywood to be involved in more Christian um, themed things, which makes a lot more sense to me than someone who's still in Hollywood because Hollywood is a very corrupt place. Uh I didn't know this, but um, Hollywood was the, 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 the making of Hollywood itself um, were um, started by Jewish people. Did you know that?
0: A lot of Jewish people. It's not this uh, all Jewish.
1: People no, not though. not a lot. Not all of them. Yeah, but but Jewish people in general. Mm-hmm. So I, I find it really, really interesting. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit skeptical about that, just because, you know, when you see someone's past. You can't really. I mean, unless they actually changed, you can't really imagine them being any different. If that makes any sense.
0: So, like, what if Eminem comes out tomorrow and says, "Guys, I just want to tell you the rumors are true. I am a believer in Jesus Christ." How would you feel about him, and how would that affect how you look at his past art?
1: Um, I would still question it. Mm. Um, I think that um the proof is in the pudding. And I would have to examine um, his fruits to really understand it. Um, but as far as his past art is, I mean, maybe that's that's coming from a place of, well, I was young and dumb, and I didn't really care about anyone except for me.
0: Yeah, like for real. If you heard me record an album in like the early 2000s, talking about my relationship troubles and the issues I had with my family, Mm -hmm. it would make listening to Eminem sound like listening to like the Backstreet
1: Boys. (laughs) I don't know about that. No, I
0: wouldn't attack gay people because I I never really, that wasn't really my jam, but as far as attacking the people in my life, that's something I would do.
1: Very angry person. Yeah. Well, thinking about that, it's like, well, if he has changed, I honestly think that his art came from a place of immaturity, um anger and um maybe he had some tur- turmoil in his life and mm-hmm. that was good material. Yeah. But as I've said, I just feel like a lot of these people that are constantly doing these things and and making art that is so questionable, I I don't know. I don't know. Um I don't know how I feel about that.
0: And I don't really know the mainstream music scene today. Yeah, I don't So hear. I don't know if people are as aggressive as Eminem. And I do think that we need that to a little extent, though.
1: Okay, so I don't know any of these artists that I'm going to um, mention. Okay. So I don't know. I mean... Uh, this one lady I told you about on this chat line was mentioning people. I had no idea who she's talking about, but I think one of the artists that she mentioned was Justina Valentine. Have you heard of her? No. Okay. I haven't either. And I think she also mentioned like this, I think it was a group called Young Lyric. Huh? Um, and then there was like this rapper that she mentioned named, uh, Mariah Lynn. I don't know these people, by the way, so I don't know where she gets this. Maybe underground. I don't know. Not interested, but I'm so out of the music loop of today that I don't even I don't even know. Yeah,
0: music isn't aggressive enough right now. I don't think in mainstream world, but I mean, I'm also saying that as somebody who doesn't listen to top forty or anything like that. Yeah. But it sounds like it's very pop and friendly and trying to be inclusive, which I like that in theory. But I also loved back in the day when my musicians were angry and they were rebelling against something. And it's really odd to me, like, we don't hear a lot of good protest music right now that's new. You know, like, you would think that there, would, there wouldn't just be one immortal technique who hasn't put out any new music in, like, 10 years. But there would be, like, 30 immortal techniques making songs against the government and and questioning the system.
1: I think there are protest music and maybe they're not as aggressive, but they're doing it independently because their record labels don't want them to do it. That's probably true. And you have to really look for it. Like yeah. a lot of country stars are leaving their record labels and they're starting their own record labels because they don't want to, um, um, uh, they don't want to be at the mercy of what they should, what they think they should sing. Hmm. So I think there are protest music out there, but you have to look for it. And not all protest music has to be aggressive.
0: That's true. I like even Eminem in 2002 took shots at George W. Bush, which I thought was good. You know what I'm just thinking, babes? Nobody ever called him out on that. Like, isn't it crazy? And I'm not saying that they should have because I think it's good. Uh But isn't it crazy that Natalie Maines got so much pushback Yet Eminem was allowed to say stuff against the Bush administration. He
1: was allowed to say a lot of things, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't really... I wasn't really into the whole Matt, Natalie Maines thing. And I didn't really know too much about the Bush administration, which I should have um, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really into that stuff. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, I, I. It's something I didn't really care as much about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was allowed to... He... Was allowed to say a lot of things.
0: Now, in, fair ba- in fairness, he got pushed back for other things that he did. Right.
1: Like the gay slurs or whatever? The gay gay slurs?
0: slurs, but not just that. There did was he a-
1: say any racial stuff?
0: This is where things get a little bit tricky. Okay. Okay. So, are you familiar with the source
1: uh, what is the source?
0: The source is considered. It was called the Hip Hop Bible. It was basically a magazine that uh, a lot of rappers read. It was big in the industry mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, Ben Zeno, who I believe was one of the founders of the source, mm-hmm. had a thing against Eminem. Oh, really? And Ben Zeno used to put out albums.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I heard them. There wasn't really much there. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. But in, I want to say 2003,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he holds a press conference and plays an audio cassette of Eminem. I don't think Eminem said the N word, but he mm-hmm. said some, I don't remember what it was or else I would tell you, some racially insensitive stuff about black people. Wow. And the, the tape, though, was from 1988. And Eminem said, and Eminem apologized, he said he was wrong, and I'm not saying that this makes it right, but he said that he just got out of a bad relationship with this black girl, and he was a teenager, and mm-hmm. he shouldn't have done it. Now, okay, that's the only thing I could think of where he was racially insensitive. Mm-hmm. Somebody else might know something else.
1: Now, I kind of feel like that has been taken like, gone overboard today. Like, people can find what you said 20 years ago, even if you were under the age of 18 yeah. and you didn't know any better. Yeah. And they can bar you from whatever it is. They can bar you from teaching at a school. That, and I'm just giving an example. Yeah. I don't know that anyone's been barred for that. They can bar you from being in politics. And it was just something stupid you said like 20, 25 years ago, right? Yeah, I mean Eminem
0: said he was a dumb teenager when he said it.
1: Yeah, and and I I just think that now people have to really be careful about what they either put out online, or what they've said like twenty years ago, because they're gonna look they're gonna look back into your past. Well, I don't know that that's, I don't think that's right. Honestly. Yeah, and
0: here's the thing: I don't think I have anything racially insensitive or inflammatory towards gay people or anything like that. But I may have said some things about ex-girlfriends in the past, uh, in poems or whatnot, that would, in today's society, not be considered that great.
1: Uh Uh-oh. You (laughs) didn't threaten to kill anybody, did you? No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I may have made some comments about my dad that not everybody would appreciate.
1: I know you did. You told me about some of them. Oh,
0: thank you, peeps.
1: No, don't thank me.
0: Oh, (laughs) you're welcome.
1: (laughs) I don't know why you're thanking me for that. <laughs> but anywho.
0: We wish Eminem luck. Uh he is our brother in Christ, allegedly.
1: I don't know about that. And
0: we that's why I said allegedly.
1: You're not my boy though and quite.
0: I hope not. That would make some awakening. Bubs.
1: <laughs> Bubs, you can't think that way. It's totally different. Oh my goodness.
0: Oh, by the way, there is a song I wanna play for you that's not from Eminem after we do this. But I it's a rap song, but I think you're gonna dig it. From Atmosphere. It's off their new album.
1: Oh, really? You think
0: you're going to dig I it? I think you're going to dig it. Okay. It's an opening track of their latest album.
1: Okay. Yes. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. There's some hits and misses. Maybe this one will be a hit. I think it will be. Okay. Are they in... Um, how long have they been around?
0: Atmosphere's been around, I think, since the late 90s. Oh, wow. They're out of Minnesota.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: They've done stuff with Brother Ali. Um... They did stuff with Merce. Slug from Atmosphere did an album called Felt, a tribute to Christina Ricci with Merce.
1: A tribute to Christina Ricci? Yes.
0: And they also did a tribute to Lisa Bonet.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, but you won't be hearing from those albums today. Little J-O. Lisa Bonet. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. That's
1: interesting. So,
0: Eminem, we love you, bro.
1: I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Stan of Eminem. That's fair. But I, I already told you that. Yes. 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 yes.
0: They were we good there, little J-Wall. and uh, yeah.
1: Speaking of which, because you said about the the Christian rumor with Eminem, but I wonder what happened with um KJ Fifty Two because he wrote a song called um, "To Whom It May Concern" and it was in response to Stan. Mm. So I wonder if. Um, you know what's going on with his career? Because I don't know much about the guy. I just heard an interview with him, and he's he said, "Yeah, I decided to write a um a song um to Eminem because I was very concerned for him." So
0: yeah, I I wonder what that's like for Eminem. Like you're this big rapper, you're making all this money, but also people in your industry have very mixed feelings about you. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, I've heard weird conspiracies about Eminem, and we don't have to go into them here. But
1: yeah, but when I when I heard that song by KG Fifty Two, I really did think that it was coming from um, a place of concern because I, I think he really was concerned for him.
0: I know I've heard it before because you've mentioned it, and I remember listening to it. Yeah. I just don't remember completely, so okay. it would be difficult for me to comment on it now
1: i have to play it for you
0: then. Yeah, because I'm old and I'm getting dementia.
1: You're not old and you're not getting dementia. Okay,
0: after we finish this, Mm -hmm. you play me the KJ52 song. I'll play you the song from Atmosphere I want to play you. And then we'll either do some reading or we'll watch some math. Okay. Yes. And we
1: could even do reading tomorrow after I get the Uh Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever read before? Yeah. Oh, God.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: yeah yes is there anything else you wanted to talk
1: about um let me think um is there anything i don't know i don't i can't think of anything at the moment i'm sure that there will be but i just can't think of anything i read
0: a book this week That was cool. I think it's called One Day All My Strangers, or All Um, All My Friends Are Going to Be Strangers. It came out in the 70s, and I wanted to read it because I heard an interview years ago with Quentin Tarantino where he recommended the book. Okay. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You should check it out yourself. Yeah. I hope I got the title right. You know what? Hold this for a second. I'm just going to... Pull up the book. Thank you. Because I still have it on my phone. Okay.
1: Yeah, let's see.
0: My Bard app because I listened to it. Because I was listening, boy.
1: Listening, boy.
0: Listening you're listening, listening, boy. Hold on. One second. Oh, I got a text message, but.
1: Okay. Oh,
0: Probably okay. Probably was
1: from earlier.
0: Yeah, from a friend of mine. Hold on. One second. <clears throat> ah. Don't you hate these apps? Which one? The barred app. I don't hate it, but you know.
1: Yeah, I, I love the Bard app.
0: Okay. All my friends are going to be strangers.
1: Okay, all my friends are going to be strangers.
0: By Larry Mc By Larry McMartry, I think.
1: How do you spell it? Okay, hold on.
0: It's spelled uh M C M U R T R Y.
1: McMurtry. McMurtry. Larry Larry McMurtry. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right.
0: It was pretty good. It's basically the story is about an author who is going to get his first book published and they want to turn it into a movie and how he's adjusting to, he's not famous and rich yet, but he's getting there and his marriage is falling apart and he's having issues with his friends.
1: Oh. Okay. I
0: liked it. But that's the only thing I could think of this week.
1: Very good. Yes.
0: Should we wrap this up and listen to each other's songs?
1: Yes. You can play yours first. Okay. Give me a kiss. Mm. Mm. And I love a snack. Oh afterwards. yeah. Yeah.
0: Hi. Right, Bye. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.